Welcome back to the Mitchell Street Fantasy Football Podcast. This is Season 3. We're going into Season 5 of the League together, but this year we got a few updates. We're back at full strength with 12 teams in the League after spending season with just 10. This year we're welcoming back Eric after he missed out last year, and a big welcome to Jason, who's joining us for the first year ever. Chris, last year's champions, kicking off the season with the only notable matchup that we really need to care about in week one of a new season. But interestingly, it's going to be against Jason, who's joining us for the first time this year. We'll see if Chris can be the first team in league history to make the playoffs after winning the championships the year before. ESPN projects Chris to finish dead last after drafting J.K. Dobbins just minutes before he went and blew out his knee and left that preseason game, ending his season before it really even started. Um, it might just be part of that Mitchell Street curse because other than Nate finishing in second and third in the last two years, that was the only time that anyone in the top three has finished again in the top three the next year. We've had no other back-to-backs. Now, before the season starts, we're going to review the draft just a little bit, some of the highlights. Going to get a quick update of some of the league activity that's already been going on. We're not going to rank the teams this year because obviously we can all see that on ESPN. We see it every time we log in. But I am going to give you some predictions for my favorite players this year as well as some predictions for the league as a whole. Uh, as far as the draft went, we had a pretty average night. Not too many crazy picks. Uh, but we do have some actual audio from the opening remarks. Let's take a listen. I mean, we've gotten through this whole shit show COVID year like last year. Uh, hopefully we have a way more normal season with, uh, you know, actual busts and injuries instead of like COVID garbage. Cheers to me. Wow, those are some real-life, actual things exactly as it happened at the draft. Can you believe it? Uh, as far as actually drafting the players, there were just a few choices by a few teams that may make us want to keep an eye on their season to see if that particular gamble pays off. First, Derek drafted fifth, taking Kelsey tight end with his first pick. But then also to go for A.J. Brown, wide receiver, with his second pick, meaning he didn't pick up his first running back until the 29th overall pick, taking James Robinson as his RB1 and leaving with him with Javante Williams, who's technically really just a backup right now, uh, the Denver rookie, to be RB2. Uh, we'll have to see if Derek does anything to fix that running back depth. Joe took the first QB at pick 42 overall. Um, not totally insane when you think about it just like that, but when you consider that Joe took Josh Allen five spots and first ahead of Patrick Mahomes, who Eric took, um, I don't know. But you don't become the people's commissioner without taking some risks, but we'll have to see if Allen's really worth that 42nd pick. And the last gamble, um, it was actually myself waiting till the 14th round to take my first QB in Justin Fields and then taking Jameis Winston with the very last pick in the draft. 
Um, I just have a lot of faith in Justin Fields, I guess. I saw him on Netflix once. Like, he must be good, right? Um, hoping that and uh, that this crazy other thing that we're about to talk about. Um, perfect transition into most interesting activity on the league activity board. It's going to have to put myself back up there again with the first trade of the year as the first transaction of the year, trading away my number or my second round pick, DeAndre Hopkins and David Montgomery for the aforementioned Patrick Mahomes and a great Cardinals running back named Chase Edmonds, who I honestly didn't know was on the Cardinals. Um, you know what? This is just another classic great trade of mine at the beginning of every year every year so far it's turned out really good i think one time maybe but uh other than that sad little debacle that went down wasn't much else out there brandon picked up lev bell which turned out to be amazing because gus edwards also blew out his knee just a couple days maybe a week later than jk dobbins um so he's suddenly relevant again and Mac Jones was picked up, too, after getting that starting spot in New England. So we'll see how those two actually perform in real life. So what we're going to close out the first episode with this year um, is my predictions for the upcoming year. Um, who do I think is going to win the league? Well, I think after that dumb trade, it's going to have to be Eric. Coming back from a year off, I gave him Hopkins and Montgomery. And now he's basically got two RB1s two wide receiver ones Darren Waller at tight end and he's still got Lamar Jackson I don't know why I did that um, but that's going to be hard to beat but going along with that I'm also going to bet that that curse is going to come back none of those top three teams that's Chris, Nate, or Joe are going to be in the top three again that would break Nate's two year streak the longest ever but with an expanded league Chris is already basically dealing with a crippled team, already missing his like second or third round pick. Um, I think it's possible we might see all fresh faces up there. As far as specific players go, I'm just gonna throw out three or four people that I think you know are just gonna do really well. I said it before, I'll say it again. Robbie Anderson, that Temple dude, is gonna do so good this year. Uh, he's back with Sam Darnold. He's got familiarity. Sam Darnold's still got a cannon, even though he kind of sucks. Um, Curtis Samuel's gone. He's going to get more targets because of that. And coupled with that, McCaffrey is back. So defenses are going to have to stack the box again, leaving the top wide open. I would bet money that Robbie Anderson finishes in the top five for fantasy wide receivers in our league. Next player I feel real good about this year is actually Matt Ryan. I don't feel like he's going to be amazing, but I feel like he's being really undervalued right now. That offense is going to be full of weapons, and they're going to suck, so they're going to be coming back all the time. I would bet that Matt Ryan finishes top eight in fantasy QBs this year. And my last prediction is going to be about the Buffalo running backs. I don't think Zach Moss or Devin Singletary, neither of them, are ever going to get enough carries to matter. I don't think either one is going to even crack top 15 for fantasy point scores among running backs this year. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they were just huge busts, even as low as where people drafted them. So after last night's game, we already know Zeke sucks. My season's basically over. Um, but you know, some people would argue that maybe it was already over before Zeke even took the field. So who can really say? Um, Good luck to everyone else in the first week. 
I hope you all still lose.